Welcome back to another edition of Best 11 uh, with me, Steve Riley. We've got uh, another belter today, guys. We've got a Scottish Cup winner, um, a legend, nine years, I think he's been with us now, 223 appearances, 32 goals, um, still in the squad, vice captain, Aaron Doran. How are we doing, buddy? Brilliant. Uh, thanks for having me on. Good one, mate. Yeah. Good one. So, nine years, mate. I feel, I feel, I feel like he's been less, but uh, nine years, 223 games, obviously, it could have been. 100 more, obviously, barring injuries, mate. Um, still with us. Um, how's life been, mate? Still looking forward to the new season? Good, yeah. As you said, it could have been could have been a lot more. I think the fourth season I signed uh, permanently, I was out most of the season after I dislocated my shoulder. And then, obviously, the two knee injuries nearly took another two seasons away. So, it's it's only really, what, say, seven seasons. But, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it'd be good to get into the 10th season this year. And hopefully, we're back training soon because it's... I'm getting a bit bored of the lockdown, to be honest. And, uh, and that'll be testimonial coming up then, hopefully. Yeah, if we can put one of them together. I've still got the testimonial, which has never happened. So uh, let's hope we can get you sorted. But I uh, tenth year, so still vice-captain then. Has that still been given to you for next season? You've not heard anything? Yeah, we don't know yet. Uh, because Carlo, of course, yeah, with Carlo. Obviously, with Carlo leaving, I think once we go back in, the gaffer will make his decision uh, of who he, who he wants to be captain. So... Whoever it is, I'm sure will do a, a good job. Obviously, Carlo leaving is a is a big blow to everyone. He was a, a great person to have around the, uh, the change room and stuff like that. But he's he's got himself a, a good move over to Ross County, and he's still going to have his family up here. So that's that's good for him. Ah, uh, fair play. So we spoke about bit before we we started recording around players have lost, but we think we're supposed to be. We've still got a good spine for next season, and then we're a couple of additions. Hopefully, we've got one in already at time of recording. Uh, confident for next season. Think the boys can. It's going to be hard, obviously, with Hearts, but I think we can. We can push up. Definitely, yeah. There is, as you said, Hearts are down there. Uh, Dundee and then Dunfermline are making a lot of signings, but we do have a good core. We have some great players still there. So if the manager can bring in, well, another four or five, I'm sure we can push again, as we did last season. And unfortunate with the season coming to an end early, but Dundee and United did deserve to go up. Uh, but hopefully, that's what the aim is promotion so we all want to get back and play in the Premier League so everyone will be giving it their all I'm sure Good man no, I think I think we'll do well but I, I was a bit disappointed I think we had a good chance obviously finishing second hopefully gives us that one less round of games and if we can push for first or second this year I'll be delighted so reason why we've got you on mate best 11 so you have you heard any of the best 11s before? Yeah I've heard a good few of them yeah right, so you've appeared in a few of them so obviously you've, you've also kept the boys on your Christmas card list so yes. we'll see if some of those boys make yours so Let's go with formation first, mate. What's what's, what's your setup? How are you going to play? Oh, I'm just going to go with a basic 4 4 2. Well, okay. strikers, I'm going to have one dropping off. So, 4 4 1. Are you going to name any subs to keep some people happy? Yeah, I can name five subs, yeah. That's oh. fine, that's fine. Most boys do just to keep them happy, right? So, let's let's kick off then, mate. Who's your, who's your man between the sticks then? Right, I'm going to go with Paul Robinson at Blackburn. Right, okay, okay. Nice. Right, um, just a great goalkeeper. Like for a big man, he's really, really, really good. And uh, I think Sam Allardyce was the manager at the time, and he used him for most of like your set pieces. So any free kick just below the half way line, he would take. I'd have Paul Robinson as number one, but 
Right, okay. Ah, you've surprised me already, mate. I mean, you've played with a, a, a decent amount of keepers at Cali, obviously, over the years. But, yeah, there's a few Blackburn boys in there that might pop in. So, yeah, England International. Um, exactly, yeah. Well, it's all the keeper, mate. So, I'm sure the boys at Inverness can't argue with that pick. Um, right, let's go for your four across the back. Then. Give me your right back first, then. I'm going to go with David Raven. Um, top, top guy. Top, top player. Uh, when he first came in, struggled a little bit. I actually remember him playing against... Elgin, I think it was, and he got oh. ripped apart. <laughs> that day, verbally, I thought it was hopeless, yeah. Ripped apart, yeah. And then uh, the start to the season didn't go too well either. I think Is that the Motherwell away game, wasn't it? Where we got horse, wasn't it? Motherwell away, he was supposed to be on the bench. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Simon King got injured in the warm-up. Right. And then David Raven came back in. I think he might have... Did he score an own goal that day, or he passed it straight to their striker to score? I did away, because we'd have defence back then, man. And I remember yeah. that's when Tom Aldred playing for us, who... Then disappeared after the North of Scotland yeah. Cup. Didn't want to fancy it, but yeah, I'm glad you said that about Raven because I remember the Elgin game and and obviously you knew he played at Liverpool and he'd, he'd been in the Champions League squad and he'd played yeah. a League Cup game, I think. So he played at a good level for Liverpool and and I thought this boy's hopeless, but yeah, a lot of players turned out to be for us. Like yeah, yeah like every week, Mister Consistency, isn't it? A, f- a few games after that, he just kicked on like consistently every week, as you said, AO10, and I was playing on the right side back then, so I had a like a great relationship uh, with him because he he could go down the line. He put great crosses in most of the time, and then I'd like to come inside a bit and just link up with him. So we had a good understanding, yeah. So he's definitely not always going to be my number one right back. No, I think everybody that's played with him has got them right back, mate. So yeah. um, not good shout. So right, I think I know who your left back might be, but you could have one or two depending where you play them. So who's your who's your left back? I uh, know. I think I'm going to go with Graham Shinney at left back. Okay, okay, good show. Uh, I mean, some boys put my midfield, obviously, but yeah, uh, what, what a player he turned into be. I mean, look at him now, he's like holding his own at Derby, playing next to Wayne Rooney, and just doesn't look out of place, does he? Again, when I first came to Inverness, he was just a young lad. Um, I was on loan at the time, and he, I think he had an illness shortly after that, so he didn't play again that season. Right. So I didn't, I didn't know too much about him, and then the next season, he just came back fitter, stronger, and just kicked on from there. Like, so fit, we could go up and down that line all day. And look, you, you can see the career he's had now. Uh, he's, he's a great player. And uh, as a, a Scottish, Scotland international, he's playing next to Wayne Rooney at the moment. So that's how good he is. And again, uh, to see him, at, I mean, obviously great left back for us, him and Ravs either side. I mean, what wing backs he turned into John Hughes. But to see him adapt to that sort of holding midfielder role, I think he's probably... He's probably a better midfielder than he was a fullback, and that shows how good a player he's turned into because he just made that position his own at Aberdeen, and then obviously now at Derby, he's, he's playing every week now. So, yeah, great player. Um, right, so Ravs and Shinny, who I thought you'd have those two as fullbacks, two centre halves, then I, th- I think this may be an easy one as well, but we'll go for your first one. Well, this is on the right centre back. I'm going to go for Gary Warren. Ah, legend, yeah, okay. Just the all round great person, like off the pitch, on the pitch, and just a great reader of the game. Like he, he wasn't even that tall for a centre half, but I don't no one no one would out jump, no one would be him in a header, just an, an aggressive kind of guy. But off the pitch he's the, the nicest guy you could meet. So definitely yeah, gonna ran him on the pod, mate, and stuff like that. And uh, I just just a bit of a legend, mate. Just a, and I would say this to a lot of the boys and it maybe shows how good John Hughes was as a manager. He was he's like a Terry Butcher signing, if you know what I mean, like an old fashioned English centre half, put his head through everything. And then John Hughes turned him, turned him into a ball playing. Yeah, exactly. Passed the ball out to the midfield. And 
I think Ryan Christie said that I think Ryan Christie thinks highly of him because the stuff he done off the pitch, as you said, yeah. like, he's a nice guy and uh, a gentleman, mate. So legend, right? Yeah. I, I think that's an easy one again, but you never know uh, who's next to the guy. See, I think this is going to be a strange one for you. It was a hard one for me to come up with, but really well left-sided player, though. That's, that's yeah, it's going to be a left footer. Yeah, it's going to be Gavin Gunning. That was at Dundee oh, United. I, Blackburn were you, yeah? He was at Black, like he milked the Blackburn the same time he milked there. He played for the same club as me in Dublin, and like I'm serious, he had all the qualities to be a top, top centre half. Like he should have been, he should have been playing for Blackburn every week when we were there. He was just crazy, crazy in the mind. Like, did you play the Did you play the game at Tannadice when he walked no, off? No, I was, was going to mention that I was injured at the time, but he's just <laughs> a nut, just a nutcase. If he, if he wasn't like that, he'd be playing at the top level, yeah. like Ireland international. He had everything. He had pace. It, Brilliant left foot, and he was unbelievable in the year. But as I said, he's just he's just off his head. But he... no, so just because a couple of stories. So for him, that doesn't remember. I'll let you tell the story. I mean, you you were at the game obviously anyway. But so we're playing Dundee United, and uh, I think the ball's out for throwing, doesn't it? It's, it's, I mean, I mean, Bowen, just, yeah. down, down next to the way fans, maybe we were looking at, and he picks the ball up and walks off, doesn't he? Or he just sits down. One of the two, I can't remember. Yeah, he just picked it up. He just picked the ball up, and everyone was just like in shock, weren't they? And then. They, he went off the pitch and I think all the Dundee United fans were even booing him and stuff like that and then he was I don't know what he was doing to them but that was the end of his time at Dundee United and seriously that's I think he could have made it to the top if he was just a bit more calm but it's just a head case We had him in trial didn't we in pre-season he came up he played a game I went to one of the games he looked off the pace to be honest but I'm sure he, maybe the year after he came up to us He was um, yeah I actually Got him that trial because Richie was manager and like me and Richie were close. So mm-hmm. I asked him what he take him up and he did take him up because I was still uh, coming back from that forced knee injury at the time and we both played in that mm-hmm. uh, under under 20s game against Motherwell in Nairn. Mm-hmm. So that was the game. And even before the game, he was having a laugh, shouting over to the Motherwell bench because he knew like Keith Lasley or something like that. So Richie's seeing that straight away and I don't think he was having, just because he was off his head. Like he came into the dressing room on trial and he was, he's the loudest in the dressing room. So you wouldn't expect that. He's just... Especially <laughs> someone on trial, wouldn't he? Is he play, yeah. still playing now down south? Or he, back he is playing down south. He was at Forest Green the last I know of. But I don't know where he is now. But mm-hmm. as I said, he could have went to the top if he was just uh, got his head sort. No, it was a surprising choice, mate. But I get, I get your point, having a right-sided centre-half and a left-sided centre-half. So yeah. and back four, mate, solid with one crackpot in there. But a big in the night, I would imagine. So, Correct, he is. So we're going to are we going to sort of straight four across two centre mids either side of two wingers, yeah. Yes, yes. Right, go for your go for your two centre mids first. Then who's your number six? Yeah, uh, the Ross Draper. Okay, okay, no worries. Good, good, solid guy in there. Okay, why big drapes? And I mean, the guy I think's probably underrated as a footballer because people always think him as a big hatchet man, and uh, I think he, we've had him in the pod and. Uh, I think he puts himself down a wee bit. I think he's boys a lot, a lot more skillful than a lot of a lot of people give him credit for. Yeah. Um. Just as I said, a great player. He uh, when he first came, we were doing pre-season and running. We were doing hundred meter sprints, I think. And then at the end, it was up a hill. Mm-hmm. And Big Drapes was going after four or five of them, and we were all thinking, "Who is this guy?" Like so, he looks so unfit. But <laughs> after that, the start of the season, I think it was, uh, we're playing St. Mary in the way, and mm-hmm. him and. Owen Tudor Jones in the first game. Like I couldn't believe it. He was just going around smashing everyone, winning everything. And as you said, he doesn't give himself enough credit because he was good on the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would always win your fouls. I don't know how many penalties he's actually won for us, but a few, yeah. He, and he was quick as well. So 
big guy. I just he got a good move to Ross County as well because he deserved it after we got relegated because he was a, a great player for us. And yeah, that's why he's in that eleven. No, I agree. I think I, I remember with John Hughes under John Hughes whenever we needed a point or chasing maybe a win, he put drapes up in that ten and. Yeah. Hamilton away, I think he won a penalty, but we just best by bulldozer going straight through. But he never lost the ball. He looked like he was maybe losing control of the ball, but always had that under control. And exactly. Aye, good big tool to have. And yeah, I mean, I had him in the pod, mate. And I know he plays for County, mate, but he's he's, he's a legend for Everness, mate. He's got a family up in the, up the Highlands, so that's why he didn't want to leave something like Carlo. And um, I have got no grudges against him, mate. And uh, yeah, aye, he's done well over there, mate. He's, he's, he's still playing, he's on the benches now, but. Still he had a yeah, bad knee injury, so he's just coming back. So I'm sure he'll get back to his best. Yeah, yeah. So, no, good, good, good first solid guy in your midfield, mate. So, who's next to Drapes in the middle? Uh, Greg Tanzi. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a given. If they put money in any of your two players going around in the midfield, yeah. mate, um, aye, John Hughes calls him a quarterback, doesn't he? And uh, yeah. probably one of the best passes of the ball I've seen at Vanessa. If you remember a player called Bobby Mann that played for us, have you heard of a guy called Bobby Mann? I've heard of him, yeah. He's probably similar. The guy could just ping a pass 40, 50, 60 yards and put it someone's shoelaces, couldn't he? Just unbelievable technique. He came the first time around when I was there. He came, uh, I think he left after a season or two, but he wasn't, he didn't do as much then as he did the second time he came with, with John Hughes, obviously, because we were a better passing team and uh, it was easier for him to pick players up. But in unbelievable range of passing, and you've seen over the years some of the goals he scored, like the, was it a Quarter final, the first game against yeah, yeah, no against Hearts was it? Oh, the League Cup one, semi final. Yeah. Oh, semi final, yeah. sorry, sorry, yes, yeah, semi final, and ah, unbelievable, like half volley. So that that was him straight away, and then I think after that, like his passing was just picking players out for fun. As you said, a quarterback, mm-hmm. he was called by Yogi, um, and a great player and a great lad again, and. Mm-hmm. An unfortunate injury has reeled him out because I'm sure he'd be still playing at a high level right now. I know, he's still young. I mean, yeah, it's a shame what happened and uh, ah, he's been through two bad times. But I think we've had him on a few times, mate. And uh, ah, he's, got, he's, he's engaged now, mate. He's happy. Yeah. He's back down near Liverpool. And uh, more at least than just football, mate. So he's in a happy place now, buddy. But, Good, uh, that's it. Shame, shame, shame. And uh, I think hindsight, he wouldn't have left us. But, I mean... yeah. It's a wonderful thing, isn't it? So, I think uh, Aberdeen came in from the season before with a bit as well that we torn down. So, I, mean, I, I knew his agent at the time, and apparently they were out the, I think on the road out towards Aberdeen, sitting waiting to see what yeah. happened. And uh, I got pulled, and I don't, I don't grudge him going to Aberdeen. I mean, who wouldn't, you know? So, just the big club, yeah, exactly, mate. Right, so Ross Draper, Greg Tansy, Gibbons. So, uh, you this, might has been, this has been tough to pick the wingers, to be fair. There's one person that pops up, and you might have a, hopefully you might have a story because everyone's got a story about this guy. And uh, if it is him, then we'll ask you. But who's out on the right? I'm gonna go with Marley Watkins on the right. <laughs> right, you got Marley Watkins. We've heard the ones. I've heard about the deer story, which is a peach. When he, when he, for people that haven't heard it, he, he crashed his car on the central reservation, and uh, I think it was about two hours late for training. And I think he said to Yogi, "I've had a deer." And basically, it turned out he just crashed his car. Two weeks later, the police came and said, "You've just hit the central reservation. Yeah. You're there." So, I absolute madman. You probably wouldn't have him in your quest team either, but he'd be good in the night out. So, any it's any Marley stories? That dumbest guy I've ever met in my life, to be honest. Um, <laughs> we both lived in the same apartments in in Vanessa when he first moved. So I was sharing a car room because well, I couldn't drive at the time. So he was driving me in every day, and that was that was me risking my life going in to train every day with him because. Right. 
his car as well was like a bottle bank. Just left hundreds of bottles in the in the car, and just not the smartest guy ever. Yeah. Uh, there was another story. Um, I think if you're driving like out of the stadium and going up to A9, you and you can just keep, keep yeah, you can keep going straight up until you take the left turn. Is it up towards the the, the big Tesco? Yeah. <laughs> so he would take that left turn go down towards the roundabout and then back up onto the A9 every day. And I, one day I just said to him, Marley, you don't have to do that. You can just keep going straight. You don't need to go off that road to come back up. So all the lads couldn't believe he was doing that for, that must have been for a few weeks he was doing that. So I just let him do it. Probably one of the fittest guys at the club though, yeah. Boy could run yeah, just, just an animal, yeah, really. He like, yeah, so quick and like he take his top off. He wouldn't look the biggest one. He just ripped, ripped the bits and you could see, I remember a game against, I think it was, Celtic at home, uh, not at home, away from home, and he was just bullying that. Is it Jason Denier and just yeah, throwing him all over the place? He was too quick for him, too strong for him. And then I think the fourth season he came, he had an injury at the start of the season, and he didn't really get into the team until maybe the second half of the season. And you just seen a powerful, powerful guy. And uh, the second season, Yogi started playing him uh, up front, and that's where he scored goals. and Obviously, you see what he done in the semi-final of the Scottish Cup and then in the final. So, I was saying to the boys, I mean, I remember when we signed him, he, he was injured for most of the first season we had him. Yeah. And we signed him as a winger, didn't we? And uh, yeah. I, I, I don't remember him coming out of the team and him being great. He just uh, he, he popped into the team one day, he was playing through the middle, and he just started being a goal machine. And yeah. he was up front, mate. He was, uh, it's a shame, shame probably never kept him for another season, but I mean, boys doing well down south. He's still playing at Bristol City and... He'd been at Norwich and where else was at Barnsley, wasn't it? We sold him to. So. Yeah, he's done, done really well for himself. Like, because yeah, he is so done. So fair play to him. But he's a, he's a good mate of mine, and I'm happy he's he's having a great career and well done to him. And I'm trying to get him on, but he says he's got no chat. I mean, I'd, I'd imagine he'd be super on a pod, mate. So I need to I need to keep plugging away at him. But he's you so, need to get him on. That'd be that'd be a funny one. You see, I, he said he said he's off on nothing to. I went, listen, yeah, I think you'll be a good pod, mate. So I'll get him on. Definitely. Well, decent three there. I mean, very good three. So who's on the, the left-hand side of that for? Again, this was really tough, but I'm going to... This is what you normally pop up in teams, so unless you want to pick yourself, but... No, I'm going I'm going with players like that I've played with for a, a good period of time rather than, like, ones that I've been with for a few months or a year or something like that. So this is why I've picked uh, Robbie Brady on the left. Oh, uh, you can see under-21s with Robbie, yeah? I, um, true. I played Ireland under-15s all the way up to the under-21s yeah. room, so... That's why, and uh, just a great left foot. Like you can see the career he's had. I think Burnley signed him for twelve million. He was at Man United, Hull City, uh, Norwich, and uh, obviously he's done big things for Ireland as well. I think he scored the winner against Italy to get us through to the, in the Euro. So big, big player and a good mate of mine. So he has to be in on the left. I always like Robbie Brady. He's one of these players. You, 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 I always think left foot players look better sometimes when you watch them. Right, it's just that culture one, but. What a wonder the left foot he had, you know. Yes. Yeah, some career, mate. He's, it's set pieces. Set pieces, like, our top drawer. And the, he's, he broke his leg, like, maybe 16 months ago. And he struggled to get back to the form he was. But I'm, as, I'm sure he will get back as well, because he does have a quality left foot, and uh, he's a quality player. He's still at Burnley, isn't he? He's still playing, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's still at Burnley. He's not starting, but he's getting in, and he's just come back from injury again. So, uh, hopefully, he's just back in pre-season. He can kick on again. Yeah, that boy McNeil came in, didn't he? The young boy on the left, and he looks like a player as well, so that'll be tough for him. But yeah, no, good. Surprising one, mate, but I forgot, I thought, obviously, remember you played with him during the, the yeah. ages of Ireland, mate. That's a good left winger. So we'll go for your 
you're sort of number 10, you're, you're man behind the striker, then who's that going to be? This might be a bit surprising again. Uh, see, if I played with, I'm going to say this, if I played with Ryan Christie like for a bit longer, see, I played with him for a season when he first came through and then I got injured. So I didn't play for him long enough and that, he was just starting his career then. See, obviously the player he is today, he'd be in top 11 or 100%. But I'm going to go for Andy Shinney. Ah, uh, but he popped up a few. Drapes had him yeah. as well in his. And, uh, yeah, for two seasons he was phenomenal. You know? Yeah, I'm going to go for Andy Shinney. Yeah, it's just, he just, he'd show up for every ball. Like we, we'd go for throw-ins and he, like, in our own half. And he'd come, take the ball, get us out of trouble. Like, everything went through him. And the goals he scored the season uh, that I was there was just, Brilliant, and uh, I think he was voted for like in the top three for the PFA like thirty years, and then obviously left for Birmingham City. But that season he was just top quality, and it would have been good if we held on to him for a bit longer. But he's had another good career and just a like, really good player. Draper said he's actually same thing as you, mate. I think in training maybe Terry set his up, or everything went to Shinny for slow ones. He would take the ball in, yeah, spread it away, just a few boys. But I, I mean, I think we were lucky. We only got him because. Graham was there and that's his brother because he was at Rangers obviously and he'd been at Dundee I think in loan but it was those games I mean the Kamara Kawai game it was a hat trick yeah. you know, he's another one um, I don't think he had the best start like I don't know if the fans talked to him <laughs> I, so if his dad his dad will never listen so story for the fans that some of the boys that know me will know so Tannadice away I think we lost 2-1 Nick Ross scored but Graham Shinney put the ball in but Andy Shinney was hopeless that day and that was when he oh, first yeah. And I was going, this guy's, this guy's hopeless. He's meant to be at Murray Park and stuff. So his dad stands up to have a square goal. Want to yeah. fight? And him and his mum and his dad are quite quiet people. And I went, shit, this isn't, uh, this doesn't look good. But um, I we made up because we played Kamara the following week and he did a good game. But yeah, he was one. But we've, you, you'll know as well, been there that long. We've had a history of players that, especially strikers, they're mints the first season. Adam Rooney in the Premier League was average. Billy, Billy can probably say the first time, first season he came, he couldn't score. I think the next one I come to is the same situation. The few players that I've named in, in, in the 11 have, have all been the same. Like David Raven, that was Shinny. Mm-hmm. So th- there's been a few. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's more, and what do you think? Is that mainly just because it's a culture shock moving up to the Highlands from where they're from and maybe missing family stuff at first? Is yeah, maybe, maybe it's just a settling in period for them because uh, after a few months, they're brilliant. Mm-hmm. They kick, really kick on and get themselves a good move and a good career. Mm-hmm. No, exactly, mate. No, Shane's a good one, mate, and uh, again, still playing. He's, he's at Luton still, isn't he? And playing the championship at Luton, so... Yeah, he's still playing for Luton, yeah. I uh, do well. Right, so, you, up top now, you've got you've got a few to choose from now. If you're talking nine years, there's a few strikers there, so I think I think you'll probably give allegiance to your countrymen here, but we'll never know, we'll never know. We'll, we'll check. No. Who's your striker? No? I'm going to go for Billy McCoy. Ah, okay. I mean, you've been my second choice, mate, so... I, I know he plays for the, them over the hill, mate, but... Um, yeah. Out and out striker, isn't it? Just goal machine. Him again didn't have the greatest start. Uh, wasn't playing at all. I've heard rumours that uh, Butcher tried to ship him off the county as well early really? on in his uh, time here, and then he just got his chance and like really, really kicked on. Great player, like runs the channels, can hold the ball up, mm-hmm. dribble with both feet, and a great finisher. One, one touch, two touch, just a great player. It's he for such a small guy stuff, and I'm glad you said that because he holds the ball up well. I mean, just run the channels; he can run all day. But for a wee guy, back to goal, he gives his own. I mean, obviously Billy McKay version two that came back to us. We were all rele- we were relegated before he came back, which is a shame. But the goal against Rangers, back to goal, last minute, hold the defender up, overhead kick, 
gets a nice win there. But ah, he's, he's he's still doing it for county. He still looks good in yeah. the Premier League and uh, uh, through gritted teeth. I wish him all yeah, the best. He scored so many goals for us, and I had a good relationship with him. Like I, I put balls in the box, no one like he'd get on the end of them. So yeah, he done really well, and he scored a lot of goals. And he's another one who started slowly but kicked on. I know, great, great, great player for us, mate. So, right, before we go to the bench, we'll recap your best 11, mate. So, peach of a best 11. You'd have that. It's Caledonia Stadium tomorrow if we could. So, Paul Robinson, David Raven, Graham Shinney, Gary Warren, Gavin Gunning, Ross Draper, Greg Tansy, Marley Watkins, Robbie Brady, Andy Shinney, and Billy McKay. In your ass, what the hell? How you doing? No bars or cell for shitty weather, drugs and pissness. Inverness is a fucking business. What did Tarzan see when he found a screwdriver? There's it. Cracking base eleven there, mate. So let's give me let's give me your first sub of the five. I'm gonna go with Josh Meekins. Ah, beast. Again, brilliant uh, defender. Really, really quick. Uh, if Gary Warren ever got out of position, he would cover from just with his pace. Uh, again, he was a young lad coming up here at the same time as me, and done really really well and just had a few unfortunate injuries because um, I think he'd be playing at a higher level than he played the last few seasons I think there was probably big clubs after him and he didn't take that chance and the uh, injuries didn't help him but a great player uh, over the years with us so he has to be on the bench oh, I think we be kids Rob's Aberdeen rumours weren't they back in the day when he yeah. was doing well but I, he done a best 11 mate um, I think he made that one as well He's, he needs a club but I don't know if we can afford them, mate. I think he wants a crack yeah. at England, but if, uh, if if the chairman is listening and Mr. Gardner's listening, mate, snap him up if he wants to come up to the Islands. I know his missus is from there. He's got a kid. Yeah. I'm sure he's still a good player. Once he gets a, a good run of games, he'll be back himself, I think. So he's still a young lad. So 27, mate. And I, I think yeah, exactly. Well, done the last season, even for injuries, I thought. Yeah. Captain as well before. So, no, nah, the boys still got a lot to offer the game. So hopefully he gets... He gets um, Picked up soon, so that's your first sub, mate. With Josh to the bench, who's your who's your second sub? Uh, Adam Rooney. Yeah. You ever, you ever had the Baileys with Adam Rooney before? Sorry. You ever had the Baileys with Adam Rooney before? No, I haven't. Yeah, that's the famous rumor that he, he loves the Baileys the weekend before a game. Is that true? Or I think he might have said something about having a, a drink the night before a game in the hotel once. So, yeah, I've heard that story, but yeah. I've never seen him doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that came after him or maybe maybe he's yeah. a guy. Um, another one just when he was here he was I was only here when he was on loan uh, when I was on loan sorry and he was banging in goals I think there was interest in him in January bits that he turned down and like some days in training he'd be having an absolute stinker and then he'd just start banging in goals that's just the type of player he was right. scores scores for fun and uh, if he has a 1v1 you always expect him to score so yeah I'm going to put him in because we, I remember when we, we signed him, signed from Stoke. Um, that's when we had money. We paid like fifty or sixty grand for him, right? Yeah. Else, as you know, that's it's a fortune. And also, it was a horrible season. We got relegated, but he was hopeless. It, it took for us to go down to the the Championship of the First Division back then for him to kick on. Because then we got Johnny Hayes in and these players, and yeah, he just took off after that. And I mean, his goals to game ratio for Aberdeen and yeah, and now down he's at Solly Hill, I think now, isn't he? he, was, he was yeah, he's just signed. He hasn't played yet, I don't think. I signed just before the lockdown, didn't yeah. he? So, yeah, still doing it, and I uh, just a goal machine, so I thought you'd have him in there somewhere. Uh, right, who's yeah. your third sub, mate? Johnny Hayes. Nah. That was a tough one, even putting him on the bench, because he probably should be in the star 11. But again, I only played with him for like a season uh, before he left for Aberdeen, and obviously kicked on from there, but you could see. 
the pace he had, like his delivery off his left foot, really good player. And he's obviously got international caps for Ireland now and being at a big club like Celtic, obviously back at Aberdeen now, but he's had a, a great career and uh, he's, he's a good mate of mine. So mm-hmm. you won't be happy he's on the bench, but I can't, I can't do anything about it. I think, I mean, I'm a big fan of John Heath. I think he shows how good a player is. I mean, he, he adapted to be a fullback at Celtic, didn't he, when he needed him and uh, did look at a place going back to being a fullback. And yeah. I think as he gets older, that could be his position. You know, I mean, us as fans, we still get dreams that John Hayes will come back to Inverness because of his misses. And the, the yeah, exactly, yeah. He's getting closer. He's moved to Aberdeen, maybe two years there, and then he finishes his career with us and he retires. Never know, but that's a dream for fans, mate, because boy's a player. He likes his trainers, as I, as I do, mate, so... Yeah. He's a uh, aye, some pick, mate. So, yeah, that's three solid ones already. Who's the, the fourth of your five subs? Yeah, I'm going to put in Carl Tremarco. Ah, ah, legend. I, I, don't, I don't think anyone that's played with Carl has ever had a bad word to say about him. He's just a 100% guy. And we said this to other guys before in the pods is as much as Graham Shirley was an amazing fullback, see when Graham left, Carlo just slipped in and you never missed yeah. him. And it just shows how much of a player Carlo was, you know. Oh, he, yeah, he he being knocking on the manager's door. Even when Graham Senior was playing, like flying, he'd be knocking on the manager's door. Like, when am I getting my chance? When am I getting my chance? That's just the the type of guy he is, and he, he worked really hard, uh, and he deserved the chance. As you said, after Graham Senior left, I think the season, he, Carlo scored seven or eight goals, started banging in goals. So for a fullback, and then even last season, the goal he scored against Partick was it? Was it Partick into the top corner, or was that? Hello, hello, yeah, sorry, yeah. Mm-hmm. great finish, so. Yeah, he's a top top player, and he gets up and down the pitch so much, and still, still so fit. Mm-hmm. Like you'd see him in the gym every day. He's on that treadmill, just walking. Like, I think he walks up a mountain on the treadmill or something like that. So he keeps himself really fit. So, yeah, Carlos in. I know, legend. And again, we spoke before we recorded. I mean, he's also got a good move to Ross County, and uh, he's, uh, he's he's going to hold his own the Premier League. He'll get chances next season, and um, yeah, I think he'll kick on next year and stuff and offer a lot. So. That's four out of five, mate. Who is um, who's your last of the the subs? I'm gonna go with Richie Foran. Aye, I'm glad you put it in. Yeah, a lot of people, and we'll go into your reasons why. And I'm glad you did because people, people, fans that listen to this podcast, some of them forget how good a player Richie Foran was for us. I mean, he'd a hard hard shift a manager, and I wouldn't wish that on anyone. But boy, was a player for us. I mean, under Butcher. Phenomenal player, so I'll let you explain why you why you put Rich in. Every day you go to training, like you put a hundred percent into it. Like he's 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 there smashing players, like going around just playing as he, as if he's playing a game. Just an absolute leader, a, a great captain, and a, again he's a great person off the pitch. Like it's it's organised nights out for the lads, days out for the lads. But on the pitch, the first season I was there, he's top draw. Like the goals he pitched in with, and he he play any position the manager put him in. And, so, yeah, just a great captain and a, and a great leader. It was unfortunate to see what happened to him uh, when he took over as manager. But mm-hmm. as a player, I can't say a bad word about him. Uh, well, I, really think, I, think, I think Billy, we talked about Billy, I think Billy probably kicked on playing with Richie because, I mean, we were a bit direct back then, if you remember, it used to be the, the long ball to Richie Foran and the left knocked down Billy McKay goal. But, yeah. I mean, that brought Billy McKay on to get to where he's been now. So That was, uh, that was the ball. The manager would say to you, if you're ever in trouble, just... Ping the ball to the back post and Richie Lebron to it. It was true. We got to it. He was an absolute warrior. I know. I was. I was thought. I mean, I was seeing Richie as a centre half to bounce going to, like back towards Leicester Square. I see Draper yeah. centre half. Yeah. Said to happen in the pod. I think in the air, Richie never lost a header. You know, and uh, 
I mean, probably had a lot more skill as well than people were giving credit for. People yeah. were talking about my elbows and sort of head guy, but I brilliant player for us, mate. I'm glad you put him in because yeah. I say a lot of fans forget about him. So let's recap it, mate. Um, first eleven again: Paul Robinson, David Raven, Graham Shinney, Gary Warren, Gavin Gunning, Ross Draper, Greg Tansy, Marley Watkins, Robbie Brady, Andy Shinney, Billy McKay, and then the bench: Josh Meekins, Adam Rooney, Johnny Hayes, Carl Marco, and Richie Foran. You take that back when you're in a second at the stadium tomorrow? Definitely, yeah. Definitely. Right, mate. Well, look toward next season quickly. I mean, I think minimum promotion from the fans, mate, so no pressure. Um, a wee quick read. How do you, how do you find your time at Inverness? And you've been here nine years. You must like it. Um, I always say this in positive. I always think you're underrated by fans. I think uh, I think we probably don't appreciate how good a player you are, mate, and we've still got you. So... Are you, are you planning to stay now for a long time more? You've got a family now, mate. You don't want to be moving at this age in your career, do you? It's... No, I'm pretty settled. Like, as I said before, the bottom, living down in Aviemore now, it's, just, it's a lovely place to live. Um, and I, I enjoy playing football in Inverness. I think I still have a lot of quality. Um, I still pitch in where a good, very good goal here and there. So, And uh, I think my quality can help the team again this season. But it has to be promotion uh, on everyone's mind. But we know we know there's going to be tough teams in there, but we're not going. Our main aim is promotion, if not second in the league, so we can get in the playoffs, which we unfortunately didn't get to do this year because we were in a good position and we've kicked on every year since we've been in the championship. There's always we're always one better, so it was unfortunate the season finished earlier. But yeah, we have to be aiming for promotion because I've played at the, in the Premier League with this club, so that's where we want to be and that's where we need to be. No, true, that's true. How's um how's life under Robbo then? Because you've obviously you've you've had the privilege of playing under Butcher, John Hughes, and now Robbo. All good with Robbo, training good. You've yeah, it's good. Yeah, see, you pick up something from every manager, and uh, with Robbo, he's just he's got me into more goal scoring positions. Uh, I I have different runs that I make now, and uh, I think in the two and a half seasons which I've played in Robbo, because I was injured for the first half, I've scored twenty five goals in two and a half seasons. So that's that's a lot of goals for from where from what I've done before that. So yeah, he's obviously had an influence on, uh, on what I've been doing, and uh, I'm sure he can. He'll be hoping as well that he can get us up to the Premier League this year because that's that's where he wants to be as well. Oh, definitely. As his fans, we need to be there. It's been been too long, mate. It's um, we, we get we get spoiled as MLS fans, mate. We've seen a good time. We've been to Europe, and uh, those days are long way away. But yeah, let's get back up to the Premier League, Well, Mate, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, no problem at all. Thanks your daughter for popping in as well. We always like oh, a well. <laughs> And uh, I good luck for the season, buddy, and we'll see you from the stands. Right. Thanks a lot. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Yep, yep.